0: Good. Who's looking forward to Wednesday? Is there anybody looking forward to Wednesday? Haydos, looking forward to Wednesday? Why are you looking forward to Wednesday? Don't know. Footy training? PE at school? No? Anybody looking forward to Wednesday? Rosie's looking forward to Wednesday. What's happening Wednesday, Rosie? Bella's birthday. Bella's birthday Wednesday. Happy birthday, Bella, for Wednesday. She's out of kids. Anybody? Nobody clued up? Nobody working out where I'm going here? No idea. Wednesday, we're done with the Torah. Wednesday, Bible reading plan, we're out of that and we're into Joshua. Boom! Anybody excited about Wednesday now? There's a few extra hands, but uh, it has actually been really good. I have enjoyed... Um, at times, reading through the Torah, and uh, the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, and so Deuteronomy, we're up to, what was it, 30, chapter 31 today, and I think we've got, the, uh, no, it can't be 31 today, 31 tomorrow, because I think there's 34, 35, someone, no, 35, Nathan, 34, 35, somewhere around there, 4, 34, there we go, and uh, and so Wednesday, we're into Joshua, but I just just think following on from even what Emily shared this morning is <clears throat> reading those first five books of the Bible, they can be a, a challenge, they can be something that uh, for me personally, and I'm sure therefore there's a, a broader scope of us who just find that it's a, a little bit of a challenge, not overly just enjoyable reading of just reading through how to give this sacrifice or how to build this tent and uh, us blokes not really into reading manuals um, and so I don't know how I would have gone in that time having to be so specific when I'm building things I'm where I kind of uh, cut a little bit off there and then fit, no, cut a little bit more and keep going and then you up oh, too much, all right, get a new piece of timber and uh, we'll start again and... At the moment, you don't want to do that because timber prices are ridiculous. Um, but but reading through has, has been an eye-opener and partnering, reading that through with some of the videos that the Bible Project have put out have just unlocked a whole bunch of things and thoughts and given me a whole deeper, greater understanding in a simple way because um, I'm a very simple guy and... And it's just been really helpful. And so I just want to just brush over a little bit of this this morning. And so when we're reading through all the different sacrifices and the different things that happen, is and the law in general, is I love the way that the Bible Project has described that this week, is, is that it's not meant to be a timeless code. It's not meant to be something that was lived in then and we're now living in there it's it's a cultural thing at that time and it's not not a timeless code as i said but it's it's part of a theological narrative that is constantly moving <clears throat> constantly changing not the theology but the narrative around it and the way that things are worked out and so that when we look at the different different things that happened that we've been reading about it so far is is that the sacrifices and the things around holiness and cleanliness, you know, I've been reading, it, you've got to go and wash yourself and you've got to go and do this and you've got to go and do that. It's, it's all about God showing that he's holy and wants his people to be different to the other people in the world. And so, you know, the old living in the world, but not of it, we're, we're set apart. And so that's that's the whole deal with that, with the bringing sacrifices. It's God wanting to dwell among His people. God wanting to dwell amongst us, or them, back then. That we would and they would recognize their sin and accept God's grace in dealing with our sin. See, so they didn't have Jesus on the cross to refer to and to bring back to a true north about where and how we're dealing with our sin they didn't have jesus then now we don't have to give sacrifices like that because jesus came as the ultimate sacrifice and did that for us times of sacred time and times of feast god wanting to partner with us in his rule and in his rest God's showing and laying down the platform of the Sabbath. God showing that we need to be in this position. And then there's a whole bunch of dealings with social justice, which <clears throat> does continue on today as showing God's care for his people and setting down a platform for us of how we should care for those around us as well. And so whilst uh, you look at the actual thing that we've read about, is different now to how we would do it. There's still a principle that has flowed through the narrative right from the start. And it's not a code, but it's a narrative that flows through to today. And so it's different, but it's still the same. God's heart for his people, God's heart for the way that he wants us to live is still exactly the same. And so with that kind of that old law and the way of doing things then was replaced With Jesus, and Jesus says in Matthew 22, he says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it: love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. And so all the law that we've just read in the Torah, all the law that we've been reading about this year and trying to wrap our heads around, trying to unpack, trying to understand. To some degree, we don't actually really need to understand it. All we need to understand is this. That law hangs off this principle and this commandment of love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. So simple. As a simple guy, I read that and I go, oh, it's just relief. It's like, oh, to try and... Understand all of that is like, no, but hang on, no, it's simple. I need to love people, it's simple. I need to love God, and we can actually dumb the gospel down that much to be understood by people like you or me, or well, people like me. I won't put you in my dumbness category as I've just described it, but people like me can actually understand, therefore reading through the Torah, reading through the law, reading through all those different sacrifices and different rules and regulations and all the different ways that they had to set up this and do that. and do We can get bogged down in the detail or we can just relish in the simplicity. Love God, love people. It might be oversimplifying it, and for some sitting here this morning, you might be going, John, you might be a little bit out of line by simplifying. But you know what? It is actually that simple. It is actually that simple. Love God, love people. If we can do that as a church, if we can do that as a group of people, if we can do that, we're going to see people just come into that same knowledge and understanding of who God is that we've got. Why? Because we're loving them. Why? Because we're loving God. We're not just going, oh yeah, I love God on a Sunday, but Monday to Saturday, I'm living a completely different life. No, I'm living a life that's set apart. I'm living a life that's of the world, uh, in the world, but not of the world, but not in it. No, in the world, but not of it. Going back to that first example that I gave. And we can do that. Yes, we need to make sacrifices still not chooks or donkeys or anything and we don't have to cart it off outside or we don't have to eat it within 24 hours or something's going to happen and we don't have to do this or that. Or No, we just we have to make a choice sometimes that, oh, you know what? I'm not going to be part of that conversation. <clears throat> oh, I'm not going to get involved in that political mess that is that family discussion because it's just got something on it that isn't of me. I'm at at school, I'm at university, I'm wherever I am and you know what, I'm just not going to choose to hang out with those people on a weekend because I know they're doing things that are not going to be good for me. If I go there, I know that I'm going to end up drinking too much or taking something that I don't want to take and so I'm just going to refrain, I'm going to pull back. There's things that we can do that sacrifice that show that we love God, that show that we love people. And not just show for the sake of showing others, but show for the sake of living it out as we do and as we can. <clears throat> Deuteronomy 30 says, See, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to him, and to keep his commands, decrees, and laws. Then you will live and increase, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land, and you will be entered." Uh, Bless you in the land you are entering to possess. But if your heart turns away and you are not obedient, and if you are drawn away to bow down to other gods and worship them, I declare to you this day that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live among the land. You are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. See, this kind of starts off kind of nice. It's like, I set before you today life and prosperity death and destruction it's like I can I can live with the life and prosperity side of things I can do that for I command you today to love the Lord your God yep I can do that walk in obedience to him and keep his commands oh you know what some of them are pretty easy some of them you know, some days yep okay I struggle with keeping some of them and it's just that's being real but we're not overly great at doing that and then but but we partner that with what Jesus says and what I read out just before with, you know what? Love God, love people. Love God, love people. And the beauty about the life that we're living and the time period in where we're living is God doesn't just open up sinkholes in the land anymore and just swallow people. We're living in an age of grace and that doesn't mean that we go on and do things just to see God's grace abound in our lives. It's like that's not what grace is about, but we are living in that time of freedom where we have grace. Also, I love that not only do we have God's grace, but God sends someone to help us live that life, live the life that we're called to live. And John fourteen twenty six, says this, But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, Whom the Father will send in my name will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. The Holy Spirit, who Jesus sent to be with us, to live inside of us, that each one of us can. And I think as a Christian, we must have the Holy Spirit with us because He is that. He is our advocate, He is our helper. And it's maybe not impossible. do life without the Holy Spirit there's plenty of people that do do life without the Holy Spirit but so much easier when we've got the Holy Spirit you know that thought that I had before about oh do I do this or don't I do that there might be something happening at that um, event or that party or that thing and oh do I it's like right there you've got that Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit living inside you just going hang on that little check of your spirit the helper Make a choice. He's right there, helping us along the way. And I love that. <clears throat> and to get things a little more practical this morning as we <clears throat> not wrap up because I'm about halfway through. <laughs> but, but just to make it completely practical for us as a church, as a bunch of people, that are reading the Bible reading plan or maybe not reading the Bible reading plan. Trying to just broaden our scope here so that every single person here can, can get something out of this. We've got this in Hados. If you want to stick up that image. We're launching our new Next Steps. And uh, we've talked about next steps for a little while on and off and it's been in the background and there's still a few little tweaks that are going to be made to how we do some of these things. But what's on the screen now behind me, that's going to pretty well stay and uh, the way forward. And you might recall if you've been around this church for a little while, we've had different pathways and processes and we've had courses that happen and so we've got new christians things and so you become a new christian and you do the new christians course and then you go on and after the new christians course you do the three colors of ministry course and after that then you join a team and after that then you and it's been a just a line a flow chart that just goes you do this then you do that then you do that then you do that and once you get to the end of all of that we'll you're a good little Christian. Keep on living life and uh, bring someone else on the journey. Let's go make disciples. But what we've looked at is that well, it's the one-size-fits-all thing doesn't really... Like, one size doesn't fit all. One size of becoming a disciple of Jesus and following him doesn't... The, it's not the same cookie-cutter mould for every single person. And so instead of having a, a line, a straight line on a piece of paper or... It's, on computerised these days and so it's not on paper. Sorry, Carol. Um, But it's it's so much simpler not on paper because I can understand my writing. Um, But instead of going, you do this, then you do that, then you do that, it's, well, let's go with, we want to all be welcome, right? And every person that comes into our church, we want them to feel welcome. But not just somebody who comes the first time, we want someone that's been here for 10 years to still feel welcome. And so welcome is is in the core of everything we do is being a friendly, hospitable church that welcomes people in, whether it's their first time, whether it's their hundredth time, whether they've been coming for since day one and they haven't missed a Sunday. It's like that's that's what we want to be. That's who we are. We want to love people. We're welcoming. We're welcomers. But then off of that, you've got all these different shoots. And so people come into our church and some aren't saved, some are saved. And so salvation, there's a, there's a box. And so instead of going, you come to our church and you need to get saved by week three because that's, that's, where, that's how we have our... No, we've just gone, well, no, if, if getting, having a moment of salvation is applicable to you, if you haven't had that moment, then there's a box here. And it's not a box to tick like we're going to go through and people, there's a pass and a fail grade or anything. No, this is just for us to help us to move on the journey. Of loving God and loving people. This is for us to move on the journey of becoming a disciple who makes disciples, which is what Jesus has called us to be. And so there's there's these boxes, these little tabs, and when you there's some flies out in the um, out in the front which have got a couple of things that need to be fixed up in them. But you're welcome to grab one today and have a look, and there'll be some more printed in the coming weeks. But on them there's a QR code that you can just QR with your phone. Everybody loves QR codes now, right? That's one thing that's just helped progress us into the 22nd century um, is COVID has helped us with QR codes. And so we're all used to doing that. We all know how to do that now. And so that'll take you to a little thing on your phone and so you probably can't see mine, but it's got a little description for each one of these. And then you can sign up and say, you know what, my name's John Ertel, Email address, phone number, and I want to join a team. And so you can click the link to join a team and it'll let us know. And so you can do this at home, you can do this straight after church, you can do this whenever. But what we want to start to get into the habit of doing is instead of going, we'll speak to this person and do this and do that, and you give someone like six steps on a Sunday morning and they've got to go and they've got to speak to Laurie about this and they've got to speak to John about that and they've got to speak to this person and oh, and then speak to your team leader. it's like, hang on, what? And people's minds just go... It's all about making it simple. It's all about giving some simple steps so that people can further their journey with God, so that people can further their journey with being a disciple of Jesus. And so I love the fact that off of this, you can then just jump around. And so at the moment, we don't run an Alpha course, but if we get three, four, five people that say, you know what, I want to do Alpha then, hang on, here we go, we'll do alpha. And so then there's the other things that are happening, it's like water baptisms. In the past, water baptisms is you've got to do this, you've got to do that, you've got to, okay, now you need to get baptised, and then before you can do something else, you've got to be baptised and then do this. And it's like, no, hang on. Yes, there are some questions that we'll ask along the way, but but what we're wanting to believe in is that people are going to get fully immersed in water. People are going to come out of that baptismal tank following jesus sharing their testimony with people spreading the word of the gospel <clears throat> and so i love that there's these different things and you can read them up read up about them in your own time if you've been around the church for a while you've probably done most if not all of these and as i said it's not a thing about ticking off and uh, When you have ticked them all off, you get a certificate of completion or anything like that. No, this is just about us furthering our relationship with Jesus. This is about us living out, not the law, but living out, I'm going to love God. I'm going to love people. This is about us living our core values as a church. Core values as a church. Love God, love people, serve God, serve people. It's like, that's what we're here to do. It's in that commandment the greatest commandment that god gave us or jesus gave us love god love people it's like we can dream up other more fancy core values and things that we want to do and things that we want to act on as a church but i just think well jesus says this is the best thing you can do the greatest command the greatest thing is to love god and love people well let's not reinvent the wheel let's love god and let's love people And this is a way that we can do that. This is a tool that we can put in your hands to equip you to say, you know what, go and have the conversation with someone. Go and have a look at it. And it's like connect groups. Why do we do connect groups? Connect groups are the lifeblood of the church. Connect groups are following on again from you look back at when the church was first started in Acts and they met in homes, eating, drinking, and sharing about Jesus together. That's what a connect group is, supporting each other through tough times. But it's about eating, drinking, sharing the goodness of Jesus together. And so that's why we do connect groups today. That's why we talk about them all the time from the front of church, because we believe that that's what we're called to do. We believe that that's how the best way we can love God and love people. And so connect groups have changed and they've had different names and they've had different ways that we do them at times and we've had life groups and house groups and home groups and small groups and connect groups and all sorts of different things and interest groups and all those different things over the years but it all comes back to the same thing of we want to love God and we want to love people together that's why we do them that's the heart behind them and so all of those different things joining a team joining a team isn't about just filling spots on a roster Joining a team is about serving alongside someone. Joining a team is about building the house of God together. Joining a team is about loving God and loving people, serving God and serving people, not just by myself in my own way, but I'm partnering with somebody else to do it, to build the team. And so I love the fact that we've got people that do that. There's people that come on our kids' team every Sunday that take our kids out during the sermon they don't get fed our sermon. Well, we sit in here and we hear the sermon and we go away hopefully encouraged or rebuked or we go away feeling different. We go away feeling a little confused. We go away feeling challenged. We go away feeling like, oh, hang on, I've got to open up and I've got to read this for myself to work it out. I've, I've got to do whatever it is. Like. We go away feeling that. Our kids team miss that every Sunday because they're out there loving you by serving God and serving people they're out there sacrificing them being in this part of the service so that we can sit here without the (laughs) of my kids and your kids but probably mainly mine and it's like that's what they do and so there's some people mentioned Michael before who's been on music team there's some people on kids that are on kids for the last however long and they just go back to back to back to back services and they can go two months, three months without hearing a sermon. Why? Because they're invested in loving God, loving people, serving God, serving people. And so I'm not going to go through all of these different things today, but I do encourage you to grab one of those next steps, um, brochures over the coming weeks. Click on the QR or click on the QR. Take a photo of the QR, whatever you do, um, whatever the terminology is. I'm not up with that still. Um, but <clears throat> you don't take a photo, but you use your camera, if you know what I mean. Scan it without hitting the scan button. Um, so you know what I mean. Anyway, use your QR code. You know how to do that. If you don't, speak to Matt, and he will help you out, and uh, that'll be good. But <clears throat> but I encourage you to do that and start the conversations at Connect Group. When you're meeting with them this week, it's like just be there, do it, have the conversation, be like, you know what, water baptism, oh, I start the conversation, I was baptised as a kid, I had the little sprinkling, I did, I had the little sprinkling on my head, oh, do, do I need to get baptised, like now as well, and start that conversation with your connect group, see what they think, have a conversation, follow it up, it's like that's what We want to do that's what this is for us to prompt those conversations to get things happening and then we can all move together towards a greater life living loving and serving God just on the connect group note as I bring things to a close and the teams come um, I do just want to encourage you connect groups are just one of those interesting deals at the moment with COVID around and masks and all those things and so I just want to encourage you to continue to love people continue just to be understanding and be open to conversations there's people who are happy to meet in homes there's people that are still a little wary about meeting in homes there's people that are happy to come into your house and rip their mask off straight away because it will not even bring a mask there's other people that might want to come into your home as a connect group and you know what i'm just going to wear my mask we just got to love people where they're at right it's exactly what we've been doing it's like choose to meet outside in a playground it's like or outside in a like you're never too old to go to a playground right um there's barbecues there and it's like go and have a barbecue at a playground just don't linger there just by yourself that might look a little weird but if there's a group of you there there it's like but just be understanding and accommodating to people in our groups is what i'm trying to say let's let's choose to love people above all else the old words of pastor phil that just always come back to me is let's agree to win the relationship over the argument the argument is not that important it's like do i wear a mask do i not wear a mask do i meet inside do i meet outside you know what it doesn't actually matter just love the person and if the person wants to meet outside let's do what we can to meet outside if the person wants to wear a mask let them wear a mask let's love people because that's what god that's what jesus has called us to do he's called us to love our neighbor as ourselves. And so, Father, I pray this morning, God, that as we just think about how we love you, think about how we're loving others, God, I pray this morning, Father, that you would just encourage, Father, I pray that you would challenge each and every one of us here this morning, every person listening online, God, that there would be something that's been said this morning that would stir us up. Stir us up to, to love you. Stir us up to love people. Stir us up to serve you. Stir us up to serve people. God, as we just come to the end of reading through the Torah, as we come just to start to move into reading Joshua as a church together, God, I just pray, Father, that you'd continue just to speak to us as a church as we work through the Bible this year Father speak to us give us revelations as we're reading through God encourage each one of us as we're maybe looking at it and going oh you know what it's it's really challenging I've missed a couple of days it's tough trying to catch up God help us encourage us to persist to dig in to keep going Holy Spirit have your way in each one of us. Thank you, God. Father, fill each one of us afresh as we worship you. Fill each one of us afresh as we go to Connect Group this week, this afternoon, whenever it is that we're meeting. God, have your way. Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. If you looked at that diagram that Hayden put up on the screen before for me, and I mentioned that salvation tab. If you haven't had a salvation moment with God, where you've accepted Jesus into your life, as your Lord and Saviour. If you haven't done that before, I'd love to pray a prayer with you at the end of this meeting to do that. It will take a couple of minutes at max, but it will be the best decision you can make. And so we're going to sing a song in a moment and if, if you haven't done that, maybe you're just a little, oh, I have I, haven't I, come chat with me. I'd love to have a conversation. I'd love to pray that prayer with you but I don't want to embarrass you in any way so come see me after the service if you're watching online this morning there's a link on there that's got a salvation prayer it's got a little video from pastor phil pringle the founder of c3 church and uh that'll just help hopefully explain and unpack that a little bit for you there's then a link if you pray that prayer let us know because we want to empower you we want to equip you we want to encourage you on your journey and so i would love you to click that link and let us know if you're watching online this morning as well if you've got other prayer needs that you would just like some prayer for some of the team will stick around during this song or after the song and say please feel free to come and um, receive some prayer this morning but god bless you enjoy connect groups and we will see you right here next sunday god bless.